has anyone else ever made a mistake that they felt horrible about? Me. Hi, I'm Janae. And today on Unbroken, we are going to talk about how to make a message out of our mess as we continue on our six weeks to self. Now, I realize that some of you may just be getting to know me. Nice to meet you. I love Jesus. I'm a wife and mom. We're a blended family. I have many professional hats that I wear, television producer, speaker, consultant, but my most favorite is ministry leader. When I have the privilege of sharing what Jesus has done in my life. And the reason I love that role is because there was a time when I didn't know who I was. I was doing everything I could to try to fit in. I wasn't being honest. I was drinking. I was taking prescription meds, just all of this junk because I didn't feel good about myself. And the reason I share that, particularly as we are in this chapter of discovering who we are, is because I think there are some of you out there who may be in the same boat, or maybe you've got some areas of your life that you like who you are, but you've probably got some areas that you don't like. And maybe you're a little stuck. And so that is what we are going to talk about today. How we can, first of all, break our mistakes. And then secondly, once they're broken, how they may even be a part of who we were created to be. Now, let me just give you a little bit of my backstory. Growing up, I was the quirky kid. We talked about that in week one, discovering self. I was the one that was really into creative things. I loved performing, but guess what? I grew up in a town where I felt like the athletes were the cool people, and I was not an athlete. Uh, I would do well to run maybe one lap around the playground. Meanwhile, I'm watching all the other kids running 10, 20 laps and I'm just huffing and puffing just to barely make one. So I just was always looking around at other people who I felt like had it more together. And I wondered what was wrong with me. I wondered if perhaps I was a mistake. And so instead of like handling those things in a healthy way, I turned to destructive behaviors. I sometimes ran with the wrong crowd because I felt like I fit in there. But then I would feel bad for the things I was doing. So it was just this really ugly cycle. And last week we were talking about happiness. Well, let me just tell you that when you're covering up stuff, when you're making mistakes, when you're living a life in secret, you can't ever have true happiness. And so let's take just a minute to dig into how we can break some of those mistakes. The first thing you got to do, you've got to admit that there's a problem. Now, when I hear the word admit that there's a problem, that sounds very 
psychology. It sounds very overwhelming. What am I talking about here? I'm simply saying that to yourself, we've got to be courageous enough to admit that we're making some mistakes, that there are some areas of our lives that are not perfect. And I will tell you that for me, it can be super hard to admit those areas. Why? Because we want to be quote unquote perfect. We want people to think that we have it all together. But there is absolutely no shame. In fact, there is power in admitting that we don't have it all together. So step one, admit to yourself that you do not have it all together. And I would like to challenge us to take it one step further. Admit to another trusted human being that you don't have it all together. Now, in my life, when I went through a process of healing and uncovering and sharing those areas of my life that were not so pretty, I felt so much shame and guilt. Yet, when I exposed those things, what I found is I had friends come alongside to say, Janae, we see something in you that is not these bad behaviors. It's a beautiful, complete soul that has meaning and purpose. And I wouldn't have had those people come alongside of me if I hadn't been bold enough, brave enough to confess those ugly parts. So admit to yourself and another trusted human being those areas that you're struggling with. The second thing I would say is take a minute to identify what those areas of your life are taking from you. Let me give you a story to illustrate what I mean by that. Recently, I saw a bunch of pictures of my sorority pledge class online. They were on Facebook, all having a great time together. And this group consistently hangs out together. And I've never been included in that group. And the reason why is in college, I wasn't the kind of friend that anyone would want to have. I was all about me. I wasn't always living in the truth. I was constantly doing things to try to get attention, to try to fit in. And so when I see the pictures of those girls hanging out together, there are times that it hurts my heart because that's a consequence that I have for that time in my life. Now, as much as I'm going to allow myself to feel those feelings, I'm not going to allow myself to stay there because guess what? The person that I was in college, that is not who I am today. That poor girl, she was walking in fear and insecurity and bondage to trying to be someone she wasn't. The girl today walks in strength and security and friendships 
really awesome friendships. But by taking a minute to realize what some of those mistakes have cost me, it also helps me to not want to do those things again. The third thing I would say is if you are trying to break the mistakes, develop a plan. I have seen so many friends, and there are times I've done this myself, we think we can just figure things out, we can just overcome it on our own, and in fact, it doesn't work. We find ourselves a year later doing the same things and expecting different results. And so develop a plan. Maybe that plan is finding trusted resources, a counselor, a program, a support group that can help you break those mistakes, but develop a plan and then share your plan with a friend. I like to call them accountability buddies. So when we share our plans, when we write them down, when we then let a friend in on the plan, the chances of us executing that plan are so much greater. And then when you have kind of overcome that mistake, go help somebody else who maybe has similar mistakes. One of the reasons I love doing ministry to women and girls is because I am able to pour into them, help them see how awesome they are. Because I didn't have that growing up. I couldn't see it for myself. And I didn't feel like I had those people in my life pouring into me. And so now part of that tough time that I have been through, it has really become my message of how God, through Jesus Christ, his son, can really change everything. So find a way to get out of yourself and into others. Ladies, we were not meant to go through life alone, nor were we meant to go through life perfect. Years ago, I did a whole lot of studying on adult learning, and I found that our brain is actually designed to learn through mistakes and failures. That's right. Think about it. When you see a young child learning how to walk, they don't get it perfect. No, they get up and they tumble down. And what do we do? Yay! We cheer them on because we are so excited that they are trying. Yet as adults, when we're trying new things, we're trying to be who we were created to be. Maybe we're starting a new career endeavor. But oftentimes we don't give ourselves grace. We expect that we should get it right the first time. And it just doesn't happen that way. So celebrate failures because that means that you are trying. Now, today I've been talking about how to break mistakes. And then I want to spend just one minute talking about how mistakes can be crucial 
in uncovering who you were designed to be. I believe that at a very early age, our calling, those things about us, our personalities are formed. But many of us, we don't know what our true personality is because for so many years, we've covered it up. We've covered it up with fear of rejection. We've covered it up with people pleasing. We've covered it up with trying to be someone that other people tell us we should be. And so through that process, we've made lots of mistakes. But those mistakes do not have to define us. When I was 33 years old, I made a choice. For the first time ever in my life, I wanted to live. And I wanted to know who I was. I wanted to be who I was called to be. However, I didn't know how to walk that out. And then I was forced, really, I was at a a fork in the road. I could either keep doing what I was doing and be seemingly successful on the outside, but broken on the inside, or I could decide to go a different path, start learning who I was, start seeing what are those areas of my life that I've hidden, maybe those quirks that could actually be used to help make other people laugh or entertain kids when we're at camp in the summers. I had hidden from those for so long. I made lots of mistakes. And during that fork in the road, I had no idea how to stop the sin cycle of mistakes, but I knew that I wanted to. I have worked with women who are in the same sin cycle. The behaviors may look different, but they are stuck in this cycle of not doing the things they want to be doing, not being the women they want to be. And they are stuck in the routine. And so if that's you today, guess what? You have this very moment to choose to do things differently. Now, I'm not saying it's going to be all roses, but it starts with you wanting to make a choice. There is greatness within you. And I am asking you to choose to walk in it. Now, you may not know how to do that. And for me, what that started with was accepting Jesus Christ as my personal Lord and Savior. And when I accepted Christ as my personal Lord and Savior, um, I had done that when I was eight, but I didn't know what it meant. And so at 33, I made that conscious choice to live for Christ. And I had no clue what it would look like. But one thing I did know is that I was done with the cycle that I was on. So ladies, if your mistakes are getting the best of you, I'm just going to encourage you to pray this prayer with me today. 
and all of us can pray it. Father God, I admit that I am a sinner, that my life is nothing without you. And Lord, I believe that you sent your son, Jesus, to die on the cross and he rose again three days later. And so I want him to come into my life right now and be the Lord of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer today, I'd love to send you some resources. You can email me at info at h3ministries.org. And I realize that today's session was a little bit different, but I feel like if we want to be different, we have to do different. And I am going to be here cheering you on. Now, next week, you're going to be super excited. We're going to talk about what gets you in trouble because some of those things that get us in trouble may actually be a clue to what we were called to do. Remember, life truly is better together.